Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown and beyond. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. This is the first day show, the WIBC Magazine show, I should say. I'm Terry Stacy, along with producer Kylan Talley. Good morning. Thanks for spending the first part of your day with us here on First Day. See how she does that, Denny Smith. It's just wonderful. I mean, it's like a sunrise. You know, you come in here and Kylan just makes you smile. I know it. Man, if you didn't see the sunrise this morning, again, just always go to our Facebook page. I'll post it there for you if you missed it. It's a beautiful one. Uh, Denny Smith joining us today. How Hi, are you? I'm doing good. We're one man- month past uh, winter solstice, so we've got yeah. one month of winter behind us, I hope. I like that uh, the daylight is a little longer each day. Oh, amen, kiddo. Just helps a little, yeah. I think. Uh, whether it's gloomy or not, it's daylight. Uh, and that makes it a little bit better for me anyway. Um, today is January 15th. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was born on this day in 1929 in Atlanta and uh, Georgia. And next hour, you're going to hear my conversation with Jarvis Cooper in Columbus, who remembers the day Dr. King came to speak at his church and after hearing him, how it inspires him each and every day. So he's he's awesome. And uh, tomorrow is actually the federal holiday. So I know this is a three-day weekend for a lot of you, but we've got lots of museums and attractions opening their doors for free tomorrow. For example, Kylan? Yeah, there's a whole lot of different things going on. Like the White River State Park, they're going to have all of their main attractions free. So, yes, you heard that right. Like the Indianapolis Zoo, for example, it's a perfect time to get out, enjoy a little bit of this winter, but a little bit of a peak to some spring weather. There's a lot of indoor stuff at the zoo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. But don't go to your bank and don't plan on doing any market Mm -mm. activities. Mm -mm. They're all closed tomorrow. I will say, with all of these different free admission activities, stay tuned throughout our next two hours of first day, and I'll have a single bit of, here's a free admission event, here's a free admission event, every segment. So stay tuned throughout the whole thing for all of them. Yep. I, Denny, by the way, we're uh, slurping on some tea that Denny brought to us. Where did you get this uh, hot? Well, I love hot tea. And so does Kylan. Two Leaves and a Bud is a... Two Leaves, leaves and, and a Bud. bud. It's a tea company from... Uh, I was out in uh, Colorado, and I had this tea. It's called Mountain High Chai. And I like chai tea, and I fell in love with it, but I couldn't find it, couldn't find it, couldn't find it. So I, I wrote to the hotel, or I called the hotel, and said, "Can I? do you have a concierge? She goes, no, but she goes, what do you need? And I said, i got to find this tea that I had at your hotel. She put me in touch with the people, and I've been buying it 50, 50 at a time. It's the best Is that way right? To, yeah, I love this stuff. so good. Black tea and um, a chai tea is one of them, moderate caffeine, just a little moderate caffeine. And Kai, Kai brought in the honey. That's perfect it's with good. that tea. you got to keep really the honey good. on hand. Yeah. As a tea lover, this is one of my favorites. It's just fantastic. Right? You love it too, Kylie. Mm-hmm. Oh, I absolutely love Very it. I used delicious. to, when I went on a little bit of summer vacation, I guess it was spring break, but I went to Florida and I would watch the sunrise and drink tea almost like this and I've never been able to find the tea. So now, 
This is going to be the brand I go to. Yep. Kai loves chai. It's she does. And uh, again, two leaves and a bud is the name of the tea company. Uh, okay, so here's the other thing that's really cool. It's the 100. It's I look forward to it every year. The 101st Indianapolis Home Show starts next week. In fact, on Friday this week, Friday. Is that the 20th? Yeah. But it's not a. It's a different type of house. You told me this is what I love, and I'm going to try to get a hold of these guys, and we'll have them on next week after the show opens. But this year's centerpiece home is built by custom container builders who specialize in building with shipping containers. Isn't that amazing? So this is like an 1,800 square foot shipping container, two story shipping container home. You're going to see, and it is it is spectacular. And I had no idea. I looked it up, and I thought, how could this survive wind and but it says it is yeah, incredibly a, durable, more it, more even more durable than wood. It says, and the floor plan must be long and narrow, it, and tall, and yep. tall, one and tall. one one hallway all the way. Main cabin masters did that, and they put in a stairway and actually put in a deck above so they could have a patio. There's a patio on this one too. Isn't that cool? A deck, uh, and then they have like a little. Um, uh, oh, what are they calling it? Um, uh, well, there's a balcony as I mentioned, and then there's a. a Casita, I think they call them. Casita. A small container cottage that sits next to it. There's a pool. We call um, that mother-in-law quarters. Yeah, we do too. <laughs> we do, or David's getaway. Um, but that is... That's, what, that's called finally, a man can. That's really, what that is. You know, you've heard of man yeah, cave. That's yeah. a man can. But this is really going to be a cool centerpiece home this year once again. Just different than what we've seen before. But I've got some tickets that I'd like to give away. Um, I'm going to give them away this hour. Maybe about um, quarter till as we head to the top of the hour. I, we'll give some of those away. If you want to get your own tickets, you can save $2 online right now at IndianapolisHomeShow.com. We've got, uh, by the way, uh, you were asking me about Mina. Mm-hmm. Mina Starziak. She is back again this year from Good Bones Risky Business. She'll be there on Saturday at 3 o'clock. She's always a big hit. She's a great personality, but she is a great businesswoman She's too, Terry. Smart. Oh my gosh, she so is so smart. smart. And doing Mother of the Year with two kids now. So yeah, she is a a really cool lady. So anyway, I know she's very popular, and that's when I'm working out there. Always one of the questions: When's Mina? She'll be there on Saturday at three o'clock. Uh, and again, we're going to give those tickets away in just a little bit. There is a wedding planning expo that's coming up today from one to four. It's a good one, and we've got details as well as how you can get in for free and also what's new for 2023 with the owner of posh wedding planning next on 93 wibc Wise men only fools terry right before we get to this wedding planning expo i do want to mention you can get your free admission to the children's museum of indianapolis tomorrow but Heads up, advanced tickets are required, so be sure to get them quick, okay? It's the first day on 93 WIBC. Good morning to you. Thank you for joining us today. Well, it is the season for wedding expos as a lot of couples got engaged over the holidays. Posh Wedding Planning Expo is today, and we'll tell you in a little bit how to get in for free. And joining us right now, though, is Tammy Wegman. She is the owner of Posh Wedding Planning Events. I'm so glad to have you with us this morning. How long have you been in business? Posh has only been in existence for about two years, but I have been producing bridal shows for over 20, just was under a different company name prior. Before we talk about the event, Tammy, are couples getting older that are getting married? Couples are getting older, but we still have, um, our average ages are still young. For somebody, of course, my age, I look at that and think, gosh, I don't want my kids getting married (laughs) quite that young. 
Um, but we're up in our average ages are between 26 and 28. So what we're finding is that couples are, you know, they're graduating, they're buying a house, they're kind of getting set in life rather than just coming right out of right out of high school and deciding that they want to start with a marriage. Is there a most popular month to get married or has wedding season grown to really year round even here in Indiana in our cold winters? June is still the most popular nationwide, but October in Indiana is our explosion month. Um, It's very difficult to do a last-minute wedding in October because it's our best weather. It's absolutely gorgeous here. So we start with October and then, you know, June. August is really going to be our one of our slow months and what we would, you know, people think summer weddings, but August is a little hot here. Is there a most expensive month of the year to get married because of a popular June or a popular October? Could you save a little money if you planned one of the different months here in the winter? I don't know that there is a month where weddings are less expensive, but when you get into our heaviest weekends, so, you know, you go to the second weekend of October, caterers, venues, they're going to be completely booked. So for a caterer, they might actually put a surcharge on some of those really, really heavy weekends just because their staffing becomes so tight and they end up paying overtime. One of the things that we do recommend if somebody is wanting to negotiate to try and get a little bit lower costs on venue or on floral is to pay attention to things like midweeks and Sunday mornings. A wedding doesn't have to be a Saturday night. A Sunday morning with brunch is a less expensive event and it's shorter and you get your guests back home and um, a little bit easier and you've got more flexibility with your menu. That's a great idea. Let's talk about this for a minute. Some of the trends for 2023. What do you think? What about receptions? We've been getting so excited about outdoor weddings. You think that's still going to be a very popular choice this year or do you see something different? Outdoor weddings are always popular but they're difficult to plan in Indiana because our weather can be so erratic. The barn weddings are still very popular, um, but those can be more expensive. And so what we're seeing is we're seeing families really starting to try and trend back into an all-inclusive venue. So we're seeing, you know, country clubs coming back. When some of the newer, what we call a barn venue are coming into play, they're not necessarily a traditional barn. We're seeing them building indoor spaces with indoor bathrooms where you're not having to bring porta potties in. It's always beautiful. My, you know, even for me, I would prefer to get married outside in beautiful nature. Yeah. But I think it's what we're seeing most popular is to find a venue that has that option, but a really solid plan B. Destination weddings, those still very popular? Not nearly as much. Destination weddings are actually significantly more expensive per guest than domestic weddings. But I definitely see a lot of encouragement with, I want to go away. I want to take my 10 people and just not do the great big giant $60,000 wedding. Things are getting a lot more intimate and a lot more personalized. Um, so some of the, the big, I have to do it because my mom did it that way. A lot of those things are going away. You'll have brides that will, with their floral, they'll want to keep things a little bit more dainty, but then maybe they want to bring in the flower that, you know, that mom or grandma had or their favorite flower into their bouquet or 
kind of pinpoint them in some of their centerpieces. I think the morning after brunches were a very big thing, like when our parents were getting married, and then they went away. People didn't understand why that was important. But now, as the guest counts are going down, the guest lists really are encompassing more of the, these are my favorite humans. And so you want to continue that. You want to have bringing them back in the next day so that we can celebrate with mimosas and with a brunch rather than just cutting it off on Saturday night with a sparkler farewell. I kind of like that. I really do like that a lot. Anything else you think it's important as couples are now starting to make that plan after getting engaged over the holidays? You know, my number one piece of advice to newly engaged couples is to not let this be stressful. And everybody says that, but you really want to take the time to enjoy it. If getting too many of your, you know, your mom and your stepmom and your sister and your sister-in-law together to go dress shopping is too much, don't do it. Go on your own or go with your best friend and keep it intimate because at the end of the day, like all the planning stuff, that's yours. But then remember when you're at the party, that party isn't yours. It's not your wedding. It's the party you're putting together for all of your favorite people. So make it personal, not just for you and your fiance, but for everybody that's there. And the biggest thing that I will tell couples is before you decide how much you want to spend on floral or on a gown, figure out what your total investment is going to be and then figure out what is most important. Because it's really hard to have $10,000 worth of flowers and an $8,000 dress and a $12,000 venue. Something's got to give somewhere. So prioritize those things in your mind so that you're not disappointed when quotes come in and you're looking at pricing. This is Tammy Wegman, and she is the owner of Posh Wedding Planning Events. Before we get to the expo, how can people get a hold of you, Tammy, if they would like some help? Poshweddingplanning.com. And then we are active on Facebook. We're active on Instagram. We've got a direct phone number that is easily accessible on my website. I'll be at the show. The show itself is going to be spectacular. It is at 502 East Event Center in Carmel today. Yep. So we'll be open from 12 to 4 o'clock. You know, we've got 100 wedding professionals. We've got the very best gown shops in the city, the best tuxedos. We'll have um, several different caterers, photographers, videographers, decor companies. It's a great opportunity to come in and see, you know, what can lighting do? What can draping do to change the look of a room. We've got lots of venues that are going to be there ready to book for 23 and 24. We'll do complimentary champagne. So it's a fun way to come in and toast with the people that are there helping you plan. And my favorite part about that is that brides and grooms and moms and dads and sisters get a chance to meet their vendors face to face because your vendors have to be people that you like. You're going to spend a year planning your wedding with them and you're gonna, they're going to be with you the entire day. So you want to like who they are, and you want to know that they can talk to you. And they'll get to see some, you know, some unique things. We've got vendors that do, um, it's called Dancing on a Cloud. It's really amazing first dance or last dance dance floor effects. We do door prizes and grand prizes all day long. We'll be giving away several sets of wedding bands. We're going to give away a honeymoon vacation, seven-day honeymoon vacation. So we're excited about that. And then door prizes. We'll be giving away gift baskets, wine baskets, and gift cards, and all kinds of fun things all day long. It's going to be a great event. $10 for brides, grooms, and guests. Follow Posh on Facebook and Instagram for promo codes and early prize giveaways they're still doing. Tammy Wegman is the owner of Posh Wedding Planning Events, poshweddingplanning.com. Again, this starts at noon.
I did want to add that we set a promo code for your listeners. <gasps> so if brides want to go on and get free tickets for the entire wedding party, they can use the event or the promo code WIBC. Oh, Tammy, thank you. We'll have another, um, our April Showers Bridal Fair will be on April 30th at the Hawthorns Golf and Country Club. So we'll schedule several throughout the year, every year. Tammy, you're a great guest, and we really appreciate you spending so much time with us this morning. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's 1126. Terry, Stacy, Kylan Talley, along with Denny Smith joining us today. And just wanted to mention again, go to their social media, poshweddingplanners.com uh, is another spot. Use the promo code WIBC and your entire party will get in free today. Again, that begins at 1 o'clock, 1 to 4 in Carmel. Check them out. Uh, Kylan? Terry, huh? guess what's trending this Sunday? Why? Soccer. Oh, come on. <laughs> she does this every week, Denny. I, I know. feel like she brings in the soccer. Okay, what? Da, da, da. It's she was trending? in more. She El was Clasico. In... It's the biggest rival soccer match between Real Madrid and Barcelona at 2 p.m. today. You were in mourning for Pelé and forever, so you're past your grief. I know. Right. I know. I'm... I don't think it's trending. I think she just tries to get soccer <laughs> in here every week. It's at 2 o'clock. It's the biggest match of all. I bet okay, it is. okay. I'll give you a different trending story. All right, here we go. All right. I know you'll like this okay. one. Okay. The Green Comet. You've already heard about it. It's on its way. So, Wait, the real green comet, or is this some sort of, you know, hasn't Gen been Z here for thing? a thousand yeah. years. It's yeah, it hasn't. Long, long time right. Ago. Oh, my gosh. We haven't been able to see it since, like, the Stone Age. <laughs> like, so it's been gonna... a really long time. So, it's on its way, and you can see it from now until pretty much the first few days of February. Um... And the comet, in general, the size that they were talking about whenever they first found it, it's 10 times the size of the Statue of Liberty. I'm so oh, it's excited. big. That's huge. And so it's going mm-hmm. to be, we can, is there a particular oh, area a of the sky we can look at? If it's, if it's at? a billion miles away, that's right. not Not like it big. makes a huge difference. Yeah. <laughs> but if it came closer, do you know how crazy that is? Yeah. If you look northeast <laughs> into the sky, you should be able to see it with some binoculars or a small telescope. They're not sure quite yet if you can see it with an unaided eye, but more okay. to come on okay. that. So definitely right. keep, keep I do an eye love for space that. news. I do. Okay, mm-hmm. thank you. I do believe that one is really trending. What else are you thinking? And is then trending? also trending yesterday was Cookie Drop Day for the Girl Scouts, Yay! meaning the 2023 Girl Scout Cookie season begins. Guess what, guys? Yay! We have a box thanks to Sasha, <gasps> Sasha Nixon in the newsroom uh, the the Raspberry Rally. This is the new. Are we Girl allowed Scout to cookie. you put this right cookie now. in front of me and said, "Don't eat it"? Here we go. Okay. This is the new Raspberry Rally, which is raspberry very similar. Rally. It looks like a thin mint. But instead of the mint, oh, it's got a pretty pink It even center. smells like raspberry. Oh, it does. It's very good. It's very, very good. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The raspberry is, is very good. demure. It looks it's like a macaron. A... Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. That it, is delicious. It really is. Do Thank we love you, it Sasha. more than the thin mint? I don't like the thin mints. I'm not a mint person, so <laughs> yes. This would this thin good. mint would be a, 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 a distant mm-hmm. second to this. This is really good. It really is good. This one makes me feel like I'm healthy because it's oh, like got the fruity but oh, chocolate. I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, raspberry Rally, the thin crispy cookie <laughs> infused um, with raspberry flavor dipped in a chocolatey coating. How do you let that go by? She It makes her feel healthy. She's, I just let her do She's it. maybe 100 pounds. She's skinny as yeah. a rail. She you plays soccer. Do you yeah. know how many donuts I've eaten this morning? Um, the cookies are $6 per package plus uh, plus shipping if you have them sent to you. And you can do that online if you don't see a Girl Scout cookie in your neighborhood or you see them at the store. February 17th to the 12th is when they're going to be uh, hosting the cookie booths at supermarkets. And again, um, get your cookies.
Get your cookies right mm-hmm. now. Girl Scouts, Indiana.org slash cookies. All right? That's what you need to do. Uh, they are delicious Girl Scouts. Thank you, Sasha, for letting us have a bite. Should I take a bite? Yeah. Denny, you want to ha- give a little heads up with what's coming with Garrison? Oh, I oh, tracked yeah. down Greg Garrison. He started yeah. his uh, term as Hamilton County Prosecutor. You give me a cookie, and then you say start talking. Because it's fun. Anyway, <laughs> I tracked him down, and uh, he's just talking about what he's coming into, the staff and everything. So it was a, it was a fun uh, period of time. I used to substitute for him, but I had no idea how good he was at what he was doing. He is in the perfect spot. It's in the twilight of his career. He's going to do one term. And I just made him sit down and start talking, and he, he took it away. So it'll be it'll be fun to listen to him. Denny and Greg Garrison coming up next after the break on 93 WIBC. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. It's a beautiful morning. If you want to go outside and enjoy a beautiful day tomorrow, I did mention you're going to have some of the White River State Park attractions. going to be free admission. Some along with that, Indianapolis Zoo, Indiana State Museum, and even the Idledrug Museum all have free admission. And there's some free parking over there as well. That's Kylan Talley. I'm Terry Stacy. You're listening to 93 WIBC, 30 degrees and bright sunny skies in downtown Indianapolis. Denny Smith for the first day here on 93 WIBC. And joining me now is an old friend who's just taken a new job. He spent 20 plus years on air here at WIBC as the midday host. He's been a practicing attorney for some 50 years, and now he's just been sworn in as the prosecuting attorney for Hamilton County. Greg Garrison, thanks for carving out some time for me today. Not a problem, Denny. You're it. Yeah, I'm it. Hey, listen, in my high school, there was a a great teacher who taught calculus. His name was Charlie Ney, and his advice to all of us when we face a difficult challenge was, begin, the rest is easy. So where do you you begin this week in your term as Hamilton County Prosecutor? Well, it's it's an ongoing operation. I didn't come into something brand new. It's been... Ever since the Constitution of Indiana was ratified 100 and some years ago, there's been a prosecutor. And so I got there, and there was already a bunch of folks. We interviewed everybody that was already on staff and kept everybody that wanted to stay. Well, that's pretty cool. How big? a pretty good bunch of people. How big of a staff is it, Greg? Uh, We have about... Well, we should have about 35 lawyers, but we're shy some because we had a couple young people that dropped out late, just decided they wanted to do something else. <clears throat> and we're, the, the the office was short-staffed anyway, so um, I need 10 lawyers, and we're hoping to get to them. But Greg, uh, that's how we got our, got our start. You know, Greg, when I was managing companies, the hardest lesson to teach anybody as a manager is how to make logical exceptions to hard and fast rules. So you're going to be administering that lesson as a prosecutor and training not a whole new class of deputy prosecutors, but you know a, a class of deputy prosecutors that are in the Greg Garrison way. How how are you going to train them? 
Well, they, obviously, I, these are people, there's a bunch of people that have done a lot of their own jobs. I mean, of their own jobs as deputies over time. And what we have to do is mostly um, kind of hyper-focus on getting ready. Pre- preparation is key. Um, it's been a long time, I think, since as the county has grown, uh, we don't have a lot of violent crime up there. And so the way we work, with it, we're, I mean, Barb Trayton is my, my chief deputy. She and I tried Tyson together. What our intention is, watch them, help them prepare, kind of teach a little school after lunch every day, make sure that everybody's getting the right, for example, the right attitudes, the right ideas, the right focus on interviewing witnesses to specifically police officers who are responsible to get the cases together. You got- we sit there and watch them, um, teach with them, after action reports on, on the cases that they try, um, and and then those that we think we've got a real problem with, then we have to take them back to square one and, and start in you know, a letter A book one, the big toe. And we have to make sure that they know what they're doing and impress upon just a few of them, I think, the energy level that it takes and that every question you ask, every job you take on, every witness that you swear um, is somebody that's the only thing you can care about in your world until they're off the stand. You are so well trained as a prosecutor, and you've been in there. And I know Barb, and she's she's first class in every way. But I have a question for you about how do you prioritize things? There are certain prosecutors here in Central Indiana that seem to have a priority that doesn't seem to fit Indiana law. But how does how does Greg Garrison's prosecuting attorneys how do how do you prioritize uh, prosecuting crimes, Greg? Well, first of all, it's the statute we prosecuted. I don't know who what that who that man thinks he is, but um, he's in he's in the mold of all these woke fools, as far as I'm concerned. He's in that same in that same basket anyway of of deciding that he doesn't like this or that crime, so he's not going to enforce the thing. And you take an oath which he violates every time he refuses to to, to prosecute a crime that's brought forth. And he doesn't like this or that crime, so he's just not going to do it. I don't know. They're doing that all over the country. It's a new world. And um, I don't know uh, Yeah, and I don't know how they get by with it, except I can tell you that the arrogance m- uh, monitor is a pin stop with those people. Uh, it's the laws in the books. And if it says that thus and so is a crime and, and they, the cops bring you somebody with probable cause that they violated that statute, then they're pretty much going to get arrested and they're going to get charged. Greg, teach us, uh, for those of us who are not attorneys, it starts off with the police department, uh, the sheriff's department or the police department. They bring a yep. case to you, and then you decide whether or not it meets the statute. Is that how it approach, How you approach it? Well, yeah, we have, we have a whole screening team, and, and it's several lawyers and a paralegal or two, although we have almost no paralegals. We've got to fix that, too. We look at the facts with them. I mean, I'm not doing it. I got a wonderful staff of people who are lawyers um, that spend some of their time in the business of screening, which is to say that they take the information they get from the policeman, police officer, I should say, and they they read and help with the drafting of a probable cause affidavit and see to it that they've been through the facts well enough. That is to say, the, the screening people get through the facts well enough to recognize whether or not this crime that this policeman wants to charge is covered in all of its elements. And if you have two or three of the elements of a five-element crime, 
then you know you're not ready to go. And this this case is going to need some more investigation, and and we help with that. Um, it's it's to leave a police officer just hanging in the wind. Well, I think this is enough. They might say is a terrible, terrible thing to do to them because they're the ones that are risking their necks every day. Amen to that. So we help, and and if we say, well, look, John, we're I like this some, or maybe I don't like it at all. And if I, I have to say that, I'm going to be respectful in what I say. We may just send them back for more. We may just have to reject one once in a while. But that doesn't happen much. Mm-hmm. I mean, police officers are pretty bright people. And so we prioritization with us only gets pushed around a little bit if you have the extraordinary case uh, that requires a whole lot extra effort on everybody's part to get all the ducks in a row to get the, the evidence in line <laughs> to make sure that you got the I's dotted and the T's crossed and you 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 fit the statute. There you and go. And if you do, th- then the person that says I don't care, I'm not going to do this, is a is a real poor excuse for a lawyer in the first place. You're being diplomatic. Uh, and, and- and, and the voice you hear, ladies and gentlemen, is that of uh, former midday host Greg Garrison, who has now become the Hamilton County's prosecuting attorney. Greg, uh, you said it was going to be one and done, serve one term and then get a good training force in there, educate them, and move on. Is that still the plan? Oh, yeah. 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 Um, I, when, on the day of which is the end of my term, which will be December the 31st, four years from now, I will be two days away from being 79 years old. And I'm plenty man enough to know that I'm not man enough to try to prosecute felonies when I'm <laughs> almost 80. You know? You're um, still so. pretty well preserved. You've taken good care of yourself. Hey, I've got one last question for you, and that is, uh-huh. has anything happened so far that makes you second-guess your decision to take on this role as a Hamilton County prosecutor? No, nothing really, except that it's, so many things are all about money. This office, it, it needs more people. It needs some toys that it doesn't have, not many, but some. It needs secretarial staff, support staff. As people have, as people have retired, they've just, nobody's replaced them. So that meant that the other secretarial staff, the other support staff, just picked it all up, and that's happened numerous times. And I've got people that are looking at me like I owed them money because <laughs> they're, they're, they're being left out there, and all they do is pick up an additional burden when anybody retires or I've never known you to be. I've never known you to be bashful, and you know that you can go right back to the city county, or you can you can start. Well, to, we'll do whatever we got to yeah. do, uh, but you know it's it's got everybody's got to have at least a pretty good view of the same thing, and that is safe streets, safe people, and punishment for crime. All of it. Greg, I couldn't and, I couldn't be more proud of what you've done, and at this point in your life, to stand up and do this and say. I want to do this the right way and educate a whole bunch of of new attorneys. Greg, it's great service you've done. And uh, as a citizen of Hamilton County, all I can say is thanks. And uh, thanks for your time, too. I didn't know if I was ever going to be able to get you uh, squared away because you've been so busy. But thanks for taking time for us here at WIBC, buddy. A lot of forms to fill out. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, ladies and gentlemen. It's a pleasure always. You're my buddy. You're you're a good one, Greg. Greg Garrison, the Hamilton County Prosecutor, right here on 93 WIBC. It's 1046. Awesome job. I like hearing Greg's voice once again. And I know that uh, Denny will bring us another fantastic guest next week. Uh, You're listening to the first day right now. We've got Indianapolis Home Show tickets. You want to go? 
It's the 20th through the 22nd. Starts on Friday. Lots of great uh, experts, and it's just one of my favorite events of the year. And if you'd like to go, it's at the fairgrounds. Again, you're going to have to come and pick up the tickets. I want to warn you ahead of time. you got to come downtown and pick them up here on Monument Circle. Not today, and we'll give you more instructions. But if you'd like a four-pack of tickets to see the home show, the 20th through the 29th, call us right now at 317-239-9393. That's 317-239-9393. We'll take callers Five, six, seven, and eight. You're listening to the first day on 93 WIBC. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at kisqali.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies jamming out to something new and everything in between. Guys, I have a question for you. I'll start it out this way. Proud to be an American. A new survey shows adults 18 to 25 years old are far less likely than older generations to say that they are proud to live in this country. 16% of Gen Z adults say they were proud to live in the United States. That's the lowest rate of all generations. I just think it's an interesting topic. <laughs> it's the educa- it's the education system. They have not. We we stood up and we said the pledge of allegiance. Terry Lynn, your your generation said the pledge of allegiance. Things change because of political correctness, and now it's not politically correct necessarily to say I'm proud to be an American. They were we're not educating our kids. Not surprised by these numbers, I guess. I, I surprised? No, not surprised. I guess from from some of the information I've been reading up until this point. But here's something interesting. Denny Smith, Kylan Talley. I'm downtown three or four times a week. And on Monument Circle at noon, every day, every day, the national anthem plays. There's always been a lot of hubbub about people that don't stand or that, and that kneel at games. But just your regular Joes, your regular guys, your regular gals that are on Monument Circle... The homeless will stand when the national anthem is played, and they'll turn their faces towards the, the, the flags. Really? But just your regular people will not stop. And I've been watching this for quite some time, and I thought, you know, this last time I watched it this past Friday, and I watched it, and I watched, you know, people, and they're, they're looking at their phones, and they're doing a, I mean, it's not like you can't hear it. You hear oh, it? Oh, no, you hear it. You see um, a sparse few that will stop. But everybody else just keeps walking on and Terry, doing their business. So, so for those of you that are so judgmental of people that do what they do and kneel and ever, and I understand that's a whole maybe other situation. I do get that. But there's there really is a, a fact about uh, there is something about respecting the flag and the national anthem, and and I just wonder how many of those that have been so vocal about the respect of our flag and the national anthem are on this circle every day at noon and just keep on walking because they got to get to a meeting or something. I'm just curious because I watch. 
watch it every day. We are one generation away from forgetting our own values, forgetting the values that so many people have fought and bled and died for. Yeah. But being one generation away, that means that the generation in place, which is right now the baby boomers who are the educators, those are the ones that are really responsible for passing on the traditions and the faith and the and the principles. We screwed it up, Terry. We screwed it, and, and it began with Vietnam, and that was a sad period of time. Um, I remember my brother Tommy was in Vietnam as a corpsman, and all the guys on my floor were marching in anti-Vietnam parades at IU, and I'm going, I can't march in this parade. Tommy's in <laughs> Vietnam. You know, so, but that's when it started to break down, I think. But we're one generation away from losing it. Uh, I just, I just was curious in observation and I, I don't want to bring the house down now at the moment because you just because gave me just, these wonderful I know, mint cookies. I just know. wanted to just get that off my chest. It's five, it's 10 55. Here is uh, do we have time Kylan for Sam? If you don't think so, let me know. If you think we should play, do we do it next time? Yeah, I think okay. Next time. I, well, I'm sorry. I did not mean to uh, to do to go on as I did because now I've not left room for Sam Fritz, who gives Sam, us we'll come our back for you. It's yeah, okay. Sam. I promise we will. We will. I just talked too long. But normally at this time we have Sam Fritz with your first day music uh, review, if you will, or some of the cool events that are happening around the city. Uh, one more event, Kylan, before we take a quick break. I would love to give about you about Mar- all the free stuff that's happening on Martin Luther King Day. Yeah, there's tomorrow, uh, by the Newfields, way. Newfields, always a great place to go. And you can get free admission actually today, but you do have to get advanced tickets just in general. Okay. And so even if you're still getting the tickets just today, just go online, grab the tickets. There's still some available, but you can go right now to Newfields and enjoy the beautiful day. They have different activities planned all throughout the day, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. So starting in just a little bit, you'll have some gallery tours, some poem works, music. It's a whole lot of fun. As I take a look at what's coming up in the next hour, Denny Smith, we've got uh, On This Day in History, it is the first Super Bowl. You're going to hear from a couple of my friends that are a part of a group called the Never Miss a Super Bowl Club. Wow. And they have not. You'll hear uh, some some conversation I had about what that first Super Bowl was like. Plus, Sherry Lowe with the No Spin Challenge. And we'll meet Jarvis Cooper, who saw Dr. Martin Luther King speak at his church years ago. And he's certainly done some amazing things with that inspiration he received. We're glad you're here today with us on the first day. Another hour to go. Today's top stories are next on 93 WIBC. I'm easy like